Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 160 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, Facebook Live and Instagram Live. That's right. We're going live on Instagram now at Comic Anthony D, and as always, at Facebook Live. Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As always, though, the podcast is available at www.bropodcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, please don't forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading the reviews. I love posting them on social media and bragging about you guys, the best podcast listeners out there, the WW Bro Podcast listeners. Also, the podcast is available basically on any Streaming platform, you can find podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Spotify, Stitcher. List goes on and on. Google, Amazon. So wherever you get podcasts, you can find this one. And once again, if you're on iTunes, five-star rate and review. I cannot stress that enough. I love uh, reading those reviews and seeing how you're digging the podcast. All right, we have some uh, some sales going on. Built Bar, I know, had some sales. There's a new bar coming out. I don't know when the sale is going to be for but they're sending me the... Um, the sample, I can't wait to share with you guys, but in the meantime, you can go to builtbar.com, use code WWBROPODCAST at checkout. It will save you at least 10%. You guys know I am addicted to nitro brew. I pair it with my cigars all the time. I just drink it in the morning, evening, whenever I can't get enough of this stuff. It is absolutely amazing. My go-to coffee is sail away and sail away. They made me an ambassador and they gave me a code to share to the podcast listeners. You can go to sailawaycoffee.com use code wwbro10 save 10% at checkout definitely go and uh, get yourself some sailaway they ship all over the country it is absolutely the best nitro brew out there we are doing bonus episodes over on patreon um i we did one at the beginning of the month i'll do another one before the month ends usually i just do one bonus episode a month but i will definitely hit you guys up with another bonus episode before this month is over you can go to patreon.com slash podcast, become a Patreon member, and you'll have just, you know, the whole catalog to listen to. And who doesn't want to listen to bonus Bro podcast? Definitely go and check that out. All right, everybody. So I, I, I'm kind of sharing half my weigh-ins with you guys. I'm not really giving you the total, but I'm letting you know how they went. And I was hoping this week to be able to share three losses in a row. Didn't happen. Um, and it's not like, you know, uh, I gain, I didn't gain this week. I stayed the same. So I didn't have a, I didn't have a gain. I didn't have a loss. Just one of those things when you say the same, which I think is actually more frustrating. I don't know if anybody else feels the same way, but I would rather just either have a gain or a loss than just, than just saying the complete same. And I don't know how that happens. It always amazes me when you can weigh like the same a week apart, the same time you step on the scale, it's the same number. That always kind of blows my mind a little bit. But like I said, I would rather, I would rather actually, uh, I think, gain than, um, or lose, than, than stay the same. Just because you have that answer, you have that, okay, here it is. Maybe that's just my crazy head talking. And I should just be happy that I stayed the same. And it's three weeks now without a gain. So I look at it that way. Because during that stretch when I was, you know, in my own little world, there was plenty of weeks in a row with gains. So I, I guess I should just be happy 
that we don't have uh, a game this week. And I was, I was going staying the same. Um, which is just, you know, it's more positivity. And first, I just want to thank everybody who reached out after last week's episode. It was a tough one to do uh, coming on here and talking about my anxiety and, and dealing with that. I don't get it often. I, I really don't. I'm lucky because I have friends and I know people that deal with it constantly. And it's not fun. It's not a fun thing for them. And it's something that really is, you know, a struggle with them. And I, I feel I feel for them now, uh, especially going through it for about a week or so. It hasn't happened to me in a couple of years, uh, but I wanted to talk about it last week. I wanted to get it out there because it is better, I guess, to talk about it than, than hold it in and not talk about it, which is what I do. And when it hits, it hits. So I, I just wanted to thank everybody who reached out, share their stories, things I could try, books I can read, which I really appreciate that. And that you, that's how you can tell that people don't know me is when they offer me a book to read because I, I don't like books. I'm not a reader. Um, <laughs> I appreciate the offer, but I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to read a book. I'm sorry. I, I don't. Reading hurts my head. But I appreciate the offers and maybe I'll get a book on tape and it's something I can listen to while I'm driving in and out of work. But, you know, that that really meant the world to me that people took the time out of their day to reach out, share their story and uh, try to help me along in that. And again, that's what this community is all about. And that's what's amazing about it. And that's one of the things I absolutely love about being on WW and being in this weight loss community is that people we do stick together and we do see each other through tough times good or bad. And like I said, uh, it meant the world. And I actually think that I'm feeling that much better. The Fitbit might actually go back on tomorrow. I haven't had it on since I had my anxiety attack because checking my heart rate and looking at my heart rate, um, is something I do like 17 times, uh, a a minute because I'm nervous that my heart rate's going up that it's being elevated, uh, that I might have something going on. So I, uh, I took it off while that was going on, and I think now I can actually function with it back on. I'm looking forward to it, so we'll, we'll see what happens when I put that, that thing back on. I was actually looking at alternatives, and I don't know if anybody out there has an alternative to a Fitbit that works with the WW app. I know Garmin does, but I really do like Fitbit. I'm really a, um, a fan of their product, and I, I like I I like uh, how that works with the WW app and integrates with my fitness pal as well. So I use it for both and I don't think any of those other ones do. Um, so if anybody knows of one that does, please let me know. Cause I might switch something that I, and I also could just change the heart. There's a heartbeat doesn't have to be on the, the face of it. I could just, I can get that off on, on, you know, through the app and not have to deal with that. So I might do that as well. Because this week, I don't know what my heart rate is, and I've been fine. I haven't, you know, it hasn't been on my mind at all. So that's something I have to keep on, you know, remembering even when I have that on, not to think about, not to worry about. So that's uh, something I'll, I'll work on this week. And um, just moving forward, that, that's really it. I hope everybody had a good weekend, a good Valentine's Day. Uh, judging by the social media posts, either you love Valentine's Day or you hate Valentine's Day. And 
I posted a, a picture of myself in a single AF shirt uh, because it, it. I just wanted to let people know, listen, it's Valentine's Day. I'm single. I don't care. I was actually, you know, in the post, the, the, the caption I made was like, you know, you have to love yourself before anybody else is going to love you. And that's what I kind of want to talk about a little bit tonight is self-love and really falling in love with yourself again. And, and people can say, I like myself. I love myself. You really, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to love yourself. And for me, I know I had that problem and I still, you know, I struggle with that sometimes as well that I don't think I love myself or I like myself as much as I should. And I know in the past that was a big issue with me. And that's why I posted that caption. You can't expect anybody to love you if you don't love yourself first. So self-love is a a big part of your weight loss journey. It's a big part of just, you know, your life journey. Because if you don't feel that good about yourself, how do you expect somebody else to see you or value you if you're not valuing yourself? And it's okay to be alone on Valentine's Day. It's a made-up holiday, first of all. It's a Hallmark holiday. You shouldn't, and this is what I, if I was in a relationship, I wouldn't wait just one day to tell somebody how I feel about them. I tell them, try to tell them every day. You know, it's funny. Um, I was at the cigar lounge the other night and one of the guys there was saying that he went to the, the store and he was asking the guy, you know, the kid that worked there, he's like, do you have a card that says I, I like you a lot? He's like, everything's like lovey and. Then guess something that says, like, I like you. He goes, no man married 30 years feels this way about his wife still. Now, we all laughed. It was funny. But I thought to myself, like, if I'm ever married 30 years, I would hope I still felt that way about the person I chose to spend my life with. But again, nothing's perfect. No situation's perfect. I get it. But, you know, I, that's why I'm okay with being alone on Valentine's Day. I'm not going to settle for a situation I don't want to be in. I don't want to settle for somebody who doesn't really want to be with me. And we're in a situation because we both don't want to be alone. That's not really what I want. I've been in that before. But I hate like, you know, I just hated seeing everybody going down that rabbit hole, that negative energy rabbit hole on social media about Valentine's Day. It's, It's not the end of the world. It real it really isn't. I mean, you, if you see the pictures, everybody gets the same shit. I really don't curse, but everybody's getting the same thing. They're getting flowers, they're getting candy, they're getting jewelry from the same place. K jewelers mopping it up. You know, some people go are a little different and do different things, but you know, it's said that. The guy gets the supermarket flowers and <laughs> give flowers to your girlfriend like, you know, every week or something. It doesn't have to be Valentine's Day. We should t- you should take the time out of, out of your day anyway to tell the people in your life how you really feel about them because tomorrow is not promised. You can wait for one day a year. You know what I, I do on Valentine's Day is I think back to the past relationships that I was in that weren't healthy that make me okay with being alone and make me okay with, you know, waiting for something better. I'm a big eighties movie guy, big rom-com guy. And there's a, there's a line in, in say anything 
when Lloyd Dobler says, I'm waiting for a dare to be great situation. That's kind of what I'm waiting for when it comes to relationships. I've been in relationships before where it was just like, okay, this person wants to be with me. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, you know, let's, let's go, let's go for it. And you're not with the person for the right reason. You don't feel great about yourself. So you'll just take anybody that will have you. And usually that's, that's not healthy. Most times it's not. And as an overweight person, I'm still overweight. And, you know, I've lost 200 pounds, over 200 pounds. But to be honest, I'm still, I still have, I'm halfway there. I still have about another 200 to go. So I'm not saying I'm done where, you know, I'm chiseled and where I want to be. But my confidence is better. I know what I deserve. And I don't deserve what I had in those past relationships. Was it all bad? No. Are they all at fault? No. I was plenty at fault. I went into these relationships is, you know, with an unhealthy mindset because I wasn't healthy. My weight affected these relationships tremendously. And it wasn't because I was overweight. It wasn't the issue of how I looked. And that's what I would throw in their face. I would say, well, you met me. I was a big guy. Because it's easy to do that. It's easy to throw that guilt around and throw that whole, you know, throw, make them feel bad. But the weight was the issue because they were afraid I wasn't going to be around, that I couldn't do things, which I couldn't at that point. We couldn't, a lot of my times I was in a relationship, we couldn't go places. I couldn't walk around a mall. I couldn't go on vacation and walk around. I couldn't just do anything. So it got to a point where, like, they wanted me to lose weight and get healthy so we can enjoy a life together. And I didn't want to do that at that point. I was no, I was not going to do that. I've had girlfriends make me my food. Like, it was getting to the point where, like, don't even think about it. I'll make it. And I would, you know, you're out of the house. You, you, you find ways to eat and you do it. You know, you're an addict. You'll, you'll find ways to get what you have to get. And one time I got home and my girlfriend was like, are you hungry for dinner? I'm like, no, I'm not hungry. She goes, how can you not be hungry? What I gave you to eat would get you through the day, but you'd be hungry at dinner time. I'm like, yeah, it must be, must be working. Must be working. It's because I was eating an extra 3,400 calories a day at work. And when you get to that point, at my prime, I was 583 pounds. To sustain that weight and to go up, to keep adding on top of that, the amount of food I had to take in, it's insane to think about. And that's what people were upset about with me when, they, when I was in a relationship. It was, like I said, it wasn't the weight itself and how I looked. It was everything else that went along with it. You know, I went away one weekend with the girlfriend and um, we went to this outdoor mall shop area and I had to sit down while she went around and did things. No one wants to be in a relationship like that. No one wants to be alone in a relationship. The point of being in a relationship is you do things together. I felt horrible, I, you know, and she was upset by it and it was an issue in the relationship. 
at, in the end, it cost the relationship, but looking back, you know, I'm happy that I went through those things. I look at everything as a learning experience. And when I look back, I, I don't think any of them would have lasted even if everything was okay. Because like I said, how I was, I, would, I was picking people who were willing to be with me, uh, not because they were the best fit for me or they're the best person for me. It's because this person was like, okay, <laughs> you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll be with you. So this is it. I'm like, all right. It's like the joke my brother used to make on Valentine's Day. He's telling me to go out to the bar all the time. And be like, you know, fish in a barrel. You know, end of the night, it's like 2, 2 a.m. on Valentine's Day. You look around and you go, ah. And that's what it was like, you know, basically dating at, at that point. And I would meet girls at shows. I would meet, you know, uh, being a comedian. And that's the thing, too. Like, I, I'm not going to, I didn't, I never did great with women. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good with women, to be honest. I don't know how to approach women and talk to them. I have more confidence now, but still it's the whole, that whole first meeting interaction. I'm very awkward. I'm very, you know, like, I don't know what to say, what to talk about. What do I know? You guys, if you guys know me, I know about wrestling. I know about Star Wars. I know about Beverly Hills 90210. These aren't things you, you're going to tell an adult woman, especially now as I'm in my 40s and and starting to meet women who are closer to my age. These are not really things that you're, you you really uh, communicate with on that level, but I digress. So <laughs> just saying, I would meet girls. Okay. At the comedy club doing shows. Now here's what happened there. When I'm on stage, I am very much myself as like I am here, but to a degree on stage, it's a little exaggerated. My, you know, I'm very autobiographical, but jokes are ex- exaggeration of life. And People see that on stage and they think it's something different. And they think because you're a comedian, you're a performer, it's something different. That when you're off stage, then the rose-colored glasses come off and they see what it really is. That I'm making jokes about being this over 500-pound guy that can't do things and certain parts of his body don't work. And then in real life, yeah, that's the case. So that kind of, you know... It loses something. So, so you know, when I think about self-love and I think about, you know, this whole Valentine's Day thing, if I'm okay with, you know, not being with anybody, because guess what? I went down to the cigar lounge yesterday to, to do some podcast prep and to write some material I'm working on because I have upcoming shows. Oh, by the way, I'll do a plug for this show now and then I'll get back to what I was saying. Uh, March 21st, I'll be at Bar Anticipation in Lake Como, New Jersey. Tickets are going fast. Definitely check that out. You can go to my Instagram. I'll have it on there. Um, Links for the show. I'll I'll post it this week, so definitely go check that out. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, I forgot what I was saying, actually. Oh, I was at the Cigar Lounge being alone on Valentine's Day. This is what made me feel better. Um, within an, 
an hour or so of me getting there, all the married guys showed up at the end of the night. Like they did their obligation. They went, they took, they gave their wives their gift. They took them to dinner and then they came down to the cigar lounge. I like to think that if I was in a relationship, that wouldn't have been my, the end of my night. I think I would have been hung, hang out with my wife or my girlfriend. I don't know. That's just me. But it made me feel a little better that I wasn't really missing out too much because I did something that made me happy. I, you know, I wrote some material. I worked on this podcast. I felt good about myself. You know, it, it was just, a, it was a good day overall. And it happened to be February 14th. Guess what? February 15th. It's the same thing as the day before. You just have to really care about yourself and really take those steps to making yourself matter and to making yourself the number one option. So another thing I did tonight, you know, speaking of self-love is I went to my WW workshop and I just want to say anybody on who's on WW, who's not taking advantage of the in-person live workshops, you really should. I, that's where I started, and I know before this whole world went crazy with the pandemic, I look forward to this every Monday night, and it really was like, you know, a big part of my over 200-pound weight loss was getting into the workshop, being around the people, and just having that sense of community, which is another thing I think is the best part of WW is the in-person workshop. I wasn't crazy about Zoom. I don't know how it's going now with the whole nationwide Zoom workshop thing. If it works for you, great. Stick with it. But if you have the opportunity at least once, check out a live in-person workshop. I think it's really beneficial to be around other members in person, going through things you're going through, talking it out. I know for myself, I wouldn't have been able to get through these almost four years without these workshops. And my coach, Barbara, is awesome. She really is like, you know, one of the best, probably, I don't want to rank them, but like, I've had three coaches, I've been on WW since uh, 2003 on and off, and I've had three that really, that have really resonated with me, and that's my first one, Ron, uh, my coach Lisa, and Barbara, those three have really meant the world to me as far as like, you know, keep me on my program, and just separating the whole corporate to like real life type of thing and making you feel like you're not just at something that, you know, you're paying for. And it's like a, here's today's plan that was written out by somebody in an office. No, it's like real face-to-face communication, real struggles. I'm going through this. You're going through this. You know, let's get through it together. Sounds corny. Sounds cheesy. But that's what I love about these workshops. I've met so many friends going to my workshops. I have friends to this day um, that I don't just consider WW friends. They're real, you know, they become real life friends. And I've seen some of these workshops closing and it just makes me sad because it really is a great place to go and uh, just be around people that are going through what you're going through. It's always a safe place. It is never, you know, it's so like non-judgmental 
And I've heard people have horror stories. Like somebody, I put a post up, somebody commented that's one of the reasons why they stopped. Their, their coaches were very degrading, and I don't know where they were going. And, you know, I, I don't know where, what they were doing, but, like, I've never had that experience. Even with coaches I wasn't crazy about. People, to me, they really care, and they really, you know, they give everything they have. And it makes it that much better. It makes this journey that much better. For me, that's, anyway, that's my experience with these workshops. I'm happy that Wontaw is back open. I go to Wontaw at 5.45 p.m. If you're on Long Island, you want to check the workshop out, Barbara D is the coach. Uh, sign up. And just, you know, if you like it, come back. But I just see that a lot of them have been... Uh, a lot of them have been shutting down, and, and it kind of makes me, uh, you know, makes me a little sad. Because if Wontoa shut down, I would be, I don't know what I would do. We got some comments here. Some People get on the, the Instagram uh, live and make ridiculous comments. I'm not going to read them. Anyway, so if you have, I just want to say it again. If you have the chance, go to an in-person workshop and definitely check that out. Uh, it's worth it. And if you're, you're in Wanto, definitely come and check Wanto out. Every Monday, 5.45 Eastern Standard Time. Come check us out. All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody who joined us. That's redundant. Everybody, thank everybody. That's what happens when it's live. <laughs> well, everybody who joined us on Facebook Live and on Instagram Live. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the WW Row Podcast. You can catch the podcast every week, live, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook and Instagram. But as always, the podcast is available at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, five-star rate and review. Love reading the reviews. Love posting them on social media. Love bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. You can check this song out on iTunes as well. And while you're on iTunes, my best friend Nick wrote this song. Check out his new band, Demon Scar. They're dropping new material. Every month they got like a new song out. It's, it's insane how much they're doing during this and really putting all this great music out. You can check it out on iTunes or demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Check it out. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese. That's right, if you're watching live, the best sandwich out there. Once again, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the WW Bro Podcast. I hope you have an awesome week, and we'll talk later. <laughs>